Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Gabby Garland, the CEO of Resilient Heart Agency and Resilient Voice Media, and the creative mind and the host of the Resilient Heart Podcast. Hey, Gabby, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. So can you expand a bit a more happy on dance. A dance away? This is what it's all <laughs> about, right? Absolutely. So who, who are you? Tell me more about, you know, where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you would love to work with. Where am, who am I now and wh- what do I love to do? So it's always funny when people ask that because we always talk about like the roles that we are like, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a business owner, I'm a podcaster, so I'm a blah, blah, blah. We kind of check all the boxes of like who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I am a foul mouthed, obnoxious, low key, sarcastic, uh, petty, but really, really big hearted empath medium person that just my heart leads me in every direction in everything that I ever do. And when I think about who I am, it's love. That's who I am. Ooh, let's, I'm going to touch on that straight away. So the, the almost like it's the unconditional it's I'm not holding back. I'm going to be myself. Um, listen to your podcast. First thing you say is what the fuck was that? What just happened there? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, yes, that's kind of the point. So I love the way you just show up and say, you know what, this, this is me. I mean, yes, you're an authentic, authenticity coach. Yes, this is one of the things that you teach and inspire other women to be able to show up in this special way. But you, you've got to go first. So you, yeah. you've gone ovaries deep, straight in to this episode with this is who I am. Beautiful. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a process, that's for sure. <laughs> so let's let's talk about this process. So first of all, how how why did this come about? What was the moment for you that you were like, hell yes, this is the blind of business. This is what I want to do. What happened? Mm, let's see. So I decided to, I was originally going to launch my podcast with a friend and. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't even know what they really were. And we started to kind of talk through some of the pieces of it. And our visions were very different. Mine was, I don't even know what making money from this would look like. But I thought to myself, like, I have been through a ton of shit from dropping out of high school, from getting evicted, from having financial ruin, 
to getting into a domestic violence relationship to all of these really messy things that I should be ashamed of. And I spent so many years ashamed of them. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not ashamed anymore. I'm just going to tell all my shit and I don't care. And if you don't like it, that's fine too. Um, and I think there was such a liberating transition for me when I was able to say so much of what I had accomplished in spite of everything that I went through um, that just gave me some peace. Can I just jump in there? What Absolutely. that point there going from being ashamed and worried and having that guilt or whatever it might be to being mm-hmm. able to be, yes, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to share and say what I want. If you like me, fuck yes. If you don't, sweet, there's the door. There is something beautiful about that. However, that is so tough because <laughs> biologically, if people don't like us, we're evicted from the group and then we're dead because we're eaten by the tigers. There's a yeah. brief synopsis, but that's kind of the point. So we're fighting against biology there. What was it like for you to make that step and how was it received? And then what did it do to change your beliefs? Let's see. I think the first thing that I had to do was to get out of my current environment. Um, I grew up in a really small town. I moved away a couple of different times. Didn't really make it on my own as much as I probably was capable of. Um, but I was un- I was unaware that I was carrying buttloads of trauma on my journey um, that was making me self-sabotage myself, pick shitty relationships, make mistakes, want to look at the world, look for the world to look at me from the outside and be like, oh my gosh, her outfit's so pretty and she looks so wonderful and blah, blah, blah. And I was really beautiful girl that was an absolute shit show on the inside. And I figured out like, that's not going to work long-term. Like that can't be who I am forever. Uh, And so moving out of there and moving across the country and starting a whole new life, I got to figure out who I was again and find out of all the things that I was, what resonated with who I was becoming and what didn't, and then learning how to let those pieces go. Mm, Letting people, those pieces go. I mean, yeah, people, pieces, things, ideas what you thought of yourself. So what was it like to, to sit with that and then see your life start to change? Um, it's not all rainbows and buttercups and amazingness. It's, it's, there is a sense of loss in there as well. Oh, absolutely. I think the grieving process of what I thought was going to be my life or what I thought was going to be my path was probably the hardest part to let go of. And when I moved here, Uh, I thought I was going to go into esthetician school. It's why I came here. I was going to stay here for six months with my boyfriend and then go back home and start an esthetician business because making women feel beautiful and their skin was important to me. And that is why I wanted to do it. And I was like, I, you know, I struggled with acne when I was younger. So I'm like, that'll help women feel beautiful. And if they feel beautiful, then they'll be confident. And like, that was the things that I was telling myself, but what I hadn't discovered yet and what became my purpose was helping women figure out all the pieces on the inside and then the outside just fucking works itself out. And, um, the grief process was, so I had a daughter when I was 21 years old and we were, we grew up together. I didn't really know myself outside of my relationship with her. And I don't know that she knew herself outside of our mildly or heavily codependent relationship. And when I moved here, I got to see her grow from a distance and then it forced me to grow separately from her. And now Mm -hmm. we have literally the best relationship uh, that we've ever had um, because 
we've both grown up finally. One thing I want to just pull you back to that you just said there. So work on the inside and the outside works itself out. There is something beautiful about that. I love your journey, seeing that it was, I work on the outside, I'll make women feel and look pretty. And then of course, they'll have confidence and then they'll change their life. But it's forced, it's fake, it's not real, it's temporary. Mm-hmm. And it's then that misalignment. Um, so for you to make that shift and see that, of course, there's nothing wrong with making yourself look beautiful, wearing right. beautiful clothes as, you, as your, your armor, as you know, your, your avatar. Nothing wrong with that. Right. No. But if it's a mask for this lack of confidence or lack of identity, there's a slight misalignment that will come out eventually. So I love hearing your journey and realization and, ah, oh, shit. Okay, so let's go inside. Let's work this shit out first. Yeah, I did a breathwork session. I, I was during COVID. And I did a breathwork session, which I didn't know what breathwork was at the time. It was one of those, like, um, I think that the class was the, the summit was called like brave something. And I was like, I want to be brave. So I'm like, I signed up for it. I didn't have shit else to do. We're stuck in the house. And the, the last part was the, was the breathwork. And, and she was like, you know, turn the lights off and lay in the bed and like, get yourself comfortable. And I'm like, I'm literally like rolling my eyes as I'm doing this. And by the end of it, I was like soul purge crying because what the session was was like a vision of yourself as your happiest your healthiest your most successful and that was the first time I ever saw her like Mm -hmm. I don't think I was ever able because I was still in so much shit that I wasn't ever able to see what I could actually become and it was the first day that I ever did and it it changed everything and I tell my girlfriend she the one that had that did that session, she's become a friend of mine. And I tell her, I'm like, that one was life-changing for me um, because I didn't know what to expect. And sometimes I think those are the best blessings because you don't go into it with this predisposed, like what it's going to be. And it, it kind of shook everything loose. And no, you went and in swinging thinking, was, what is this? Eye rolling, oh, whatever, blah blah And then holy shit, uh, there's something here. Love that. Yeah. And then it was like, why am I like ugly crying? Like, I like snot bubbles and everything. It was it was not a cute look, but it pushed me to be like, okay, what else can I do to heal? Because I had tons of therapy. I had, you know, uh, anger management and all kinds of things. And um, I don't think it ever got to the root. And I think it's really easy to bullshit in therapy, which I learned how to do and I feel like the healing work that I get to do, whether it's breath work, hypnosis, soul work, whatever, it gets to the shit that you're not going to be able to hide from yourself anymore. And once I was stopped hiding from myself, I got to actually like figure my shit out. Well, love that. Let's fast forward to today because this, that story of how you, you came across what it is, who you are, you found yourself authentically and then grew your business based on that Let's talk about your journey as, as the business owner with, you know, obviously mm. growing your business. We were chatting offline that, you know, holy shit, you've doubled your, your team in the last few months. And oh my gosh, the stress and the strain and the pressure that that brings. I mean, you're a coach, you know, all the stuff you help other people. However, you are also going through this stuff. And that's one thing we like to share in this podcast that no one's ever fixed. You're always going to the next challenge, the next level. And these, yeah. these things crop up, whether it's the same challenge or something different. 
you start to unlock yeah. it. So what's it like for you now as you've hit this next level in your business? Um, terrifying. Absolutely fucking terrifying. I think um, I'm really excited because they needed to come on because we're growing at a rate that a year ago, if you would have told me this, um, I would have probably laughed and 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 been ho- hopeful, like that would be nice. But I <clears throat> I had my coaching agency and then a year ago in January, I launched Resilient Voice Media and I dumped my savings into the project. And mm-hmm. I am not a podcast editor, but I have 25 plus years experience in business development and sales and marketing management and uh, being the top salesperson in any company I have ever fucking been in. And I was like, if I can take this and I can find people that are good at the tech side, we're going to fucking soar. Like I just, I knew it, but it took longer than I thought it would. And I think a lot of people forget that part. And so, like I told you before we hopped on, like last month I paid the most that I'd ever paid my team in almost three years, no, three and a half years of having my company. Um, And it was exciting to me. One of the ladies on my team, she's been with me for about almost two years now. Uh, the income she earns from Resilient Heart and Resilient Voice Media helped her purchase a home for her family. And when she sent me, you know, I was like filling out the like, this is my employer, blah, blah, blah. Like when I filled that form out, like I took like 10 minutes and just bawled because this is the girl that got evicted more than one time in her life for making shit decisions. And to be able to have transitioned into being able to build a company that is giving a family their home, like, I want more of that. And so that's the motivator for me. It's not because don't get me wrong. I like Louboutins and all the fancy shit too. But like my motivator is how can I help more of my team and more men and women mm-hmm. amplify their voices and step into that because it's just a beautiful fucking space. What was your, as we try and look at your journey, as I can't, we, maybe we'll pinpoint a couple of things where, ah, oh, this is where you're struggling right now. Or here's, here's some cool stuff to, to think about. What was the, catalyst for growth for you in that time because you said it it sort of happened and it was almost a surprise what was the catalyst for you that maybe you didn't see coming um it was clients that I had done work with that were final they they were they had shed a lot of their own trauma and they were like I found my voice and then they wanted a podcast and they're like do you know who has a podcast agency I was like I don't know and I had someone that was launching or that was editing my podcast at the time and I was like do you want to like Help me start a couple of podcasts. And she's like, okay. And she ended up leaving the agency last year and moving on to something else. But I had already built a team um, before that. And so it was like, okay, well, here we go. And I think um, the sad thing, I think the grief piece for me is I always, because I know it's all going to work out. I have this kind of peace about it when I know spirit mm. has dropped something on me and they're like, listen, bitch, you're going to have to ride this shit out. It's going to get really hard, but you're supposed to do it strap in you're good you got this yeah like come on like you've been through worse let's fucking go um is that I had to understand that like my future wasn't tied to anybody that didn't want to stay and that I feel like too many of us are holding on to people and jobs and paths that don't serve them anymore because it gets maybe it's easy or maybe it's hard whatever that thing is Comfort, either, it's safety, it's whatever that might be. That or, it's or they're addicted the to the unknown. struggle, or they're addicted to the struggle. Because mm. I would sabotage the fuck out of my life 
and I would cry about the mess I created. And I was like, why is this happening to me? And it didn't take me till like years and years later to be like, but you're the problem. Like I'm the problem. And then having to sit in that, like, how do I not be the problem anymore in my life? Nice. So what was it now? So you, you brought in more people, obviously your, your salaries have gone up and there's a little bit of, you know, as you said, imposter syndrome or doubts coming through the, oh, who am I to be doing this? I mean, we've kind of washed that aside, but it's still emotionally within our body. Now, where does that actually come from? What is that fear that sits within you right now at this next stage in your business? I think it's worthiness. I don't think it's at this point, I don't think it's imposter syndrome. Um, I think that I've watched so many people um, be more successful than me that I know their integrity is not intact. And so it's really hard for me to see that happen for other people and to see it take longer for me. And so finding peace in, I'm not about to step on nobody to get where I'm going. And if it takes me a little longer, that's okay. And I think that was a tough pill to swallow or a tough mindset to embrace, or I don't even know what you'd want to call it. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm gonna, you're blunt. I'm going to be blunt with you. That's a shit belief to have. Oh, it's it going to take Absolutely. me longer by being more authentic. I mean, again, we all have these beliefs that come from somewhere, but oh my gosh, we want to squash that. I mean, is it true? It can be true for some people. Is the opposite true? By being more authentic and doing things the right way, is your business going to explode? Quite possibly. So how do we tap into, oh, let's let's go towards that version of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't know how to get there. <laughs> oh my gosh. And there, it's beautiful. The honesty, straight, straightforward. You're a coach. You just admit you don't know something. Yeah, I oh think. Oh my gosh, the trust you must have with your clients is unbelievable. Yeah, I have. I just we just did a live with um, a client that we just did a rebrand and a relaunch. It goes by Friday, um, and phenomenal. She is just she's all the things at twenty six. I'm old enough to be her mom, and it's so cool to me to be able to help really dope ass souls do more cool shit and. Yeah. So what what would your next level look like if you were able to ditch this the the belief that you have to do things this way and it's going to take more time? If you're able to ditch the the stories of the past that you hold like a badge of honor, and it is true mm -hmm. and it is good. But if you could actually put those aside and focus elsewhere, mm -hmm. what what would that actually allow you to build even further than what you've got right now oh it would be exponential and I think that part is scary because I I don't want to fuck it up and I think that's where the fear comes from because I think um yeah I don't want to fuck it up that's that's the fear is I know my team is solid and I think you know I've had people be like oh you guys are expensive and I'm like yeah but my team's fucking worth it like you know, you're you taking bet your ass were expensive because look, yeah, at I'm like, just because you can't afford me doesn't mean that I'm not worth that what I'm charging. And okay, I so back to worthiness. You said worthiness <laughs> earlier, the fear of fucking up. Let's just, let's focus on that for a minute. Let's hold okay. some ground in here. Okay. The fear of fucking it up. Everyone mm -hmm. at home's 
probably all go, yeah. What's the risk in doing something different, doing something more? It, what, what if I lose what I've got right now? I'd rather stay safe where I am than risk going further and fuck it all up. So mm-hmm. what does fucking it all up, fear of fucking, what, is it, what, is it, what does that look like for you? Can you call off that for me? Mm, what does fucking it up look like? Letting my clients down. That's such a, um, something that will keep me up at night is letting my clients down. And I think um, the, the back side of it is, you know, we were talking about it on the live of like, so much shit happens in life aside from the highlight reel that the world sees. And I try to share as much as I possibly can. And some of it isn't for human consumption, for everybody's consumption. It's, you know, private and, and my family and I are going through whatever we go through. Um, But I think, I don't know. Let's follow that first strand. The first thing that comes up, there's, there's a pathway you just connected the fear of fucking up, Mm -hmm. letting your clients down. That's the first thing you said. Now, I don't think you'll bullshit me like you did in therapy years ago where you knew the answers. You know how to go through this. This, I feel, is a bit different. Mm -hmm. So your first thing was, what if I let other people down? Let's tie a strand onto your your, your new situation. More team members, more salary. Fuck. What if I let them down? So is it pressure? Is it stress? Is that the kind of... Is there some flavor in that, that that is kind of swirling around you right now, or am I completely off off the mark? No, I think it it is, and and letting my team down because now, you know, I just paid, like I said, the the most that I've ever paid for my team, yeah. uh, which was exciting, but it's also more pressure because I'm like, I genuinely have the most incredible team from my show notes people to my uh, just everybody. They're wonderful. They're kind. They're talented as fuck. Um, I have my dream team now and I have to do right by them. And I think that them and my clients, that's the motivator. Um, because I want them to be happy. I want them to stay. I want to grow together. I want to be able to spoil the fuck out of them and Mm. do retreats and different things for them. And, and so, um, yeah, not, not getting there is, is definitely a fear. Like, can I really, can I really get it to where it's like several million dollars in the next 12 months or so? Like, is that feasible? Yeah. You've seen it done before. I have. In the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Just think what will happen when you do it the right way. Just think of that as a goddamn legacy story for other people. You don't have to step on anybody or hurt people to make it happen. Like yeah, when I think about my kids. legacy, that's what I want. Like I can be the biggest bitch that you've ever met in your life, but I am also the biggest hearted person in the world. And so to get the, the things that I want to do to impact the world that is outside of my agency, that's to give back, to help women like me in my most struggle seasons and just Mm. kids in general, like there's so much that I need to do that I know I'm supposed to do. And so it's, that's the fear of not getting that done because there's more impact that I'm supposed to make. That's the fear. Yeah. And this is where I, me and Katie talk about it all the time, the power of threes. 
there's there's mm. there's, there's, there's something so solid in the number of three and i've heard you throughout this podcast and before talking about other people mm-hmm. i've heard you talking about your staff that you're worried about that you want to make sure that you can do right by them serve them look at what you've helped them to do your clients right. i'm going to serve them help them build their legacy change their life and then they come back to you as even bigger and better clients you haven't mentioned yourself at all during this in this next iteration. And I think it's, let's just hold space. There is no thing, such thing as good or bad. It's just information. Mm-hmm. You told me, I can't remember, was it on the podcast or was it before? I, this, time is now blurring. I have no idea. I forgot <laughs> myself. You told me I forgot yeah. myself as you went through and you then found your right place. And I just want to ho- allow you in this, in, just in this one moment to pause, step back, think about those three mm-hmm. aspects, your team, your clients, yourself mm-hmm. has to be, has to be in there. And you know this, oh, I know. you mm-hmm. fucking already teach this, but yeah, to the, hold the, space the, for that the, is. The teacher is a shit student is what we're learning in this podcast <laughs> today. Because so, to be honest with you, like I, uh, a full transparency, like a, a week ago, literally to the day. Um, so like in January, I had like just the stress that my son had um, heart surgery in January, his third of his heart surgeries. And I have spent every day of his life since he, since I was pregnant um, in service of the things that he needs. And so that balance, I think is probably where the forgetfulness of myself happens because as a single mom was trying to make sure she ate, even though I didn't yeah. have money to feed myself. And so I think that is just something that I just haven't quite overcome yet. Um, because fucking hell, look yeah. at what you're trying to do. You're trying to help everyone else. You're trying to do the right mm-hmm. thing. Your, bit, your business is built on passion. Fuck yes. Yeah. Love this. And it's so easy to put ourselves last. It is so yeah. easy to do that. And it comes from such a beautiful, heartwarming place. I want you to go through this journey get to that mythical magical figure actually get there without burnout frustration self-sabotage you know it can creep its its ugly ugly head in it's tough Mm -hmm. so um look this has been so fantastic talking about your journey and everything that you're going through even though you've hit the next level and you still have these questions and inner turmoil and wonderings yeah because i think I think that's okay. Like, I don't think at this point, I don't think I need to have it all figured out to move my feet. And I think I spent a lot of years not moving shit because I was so scared. And now I'm not scared of it. I'll just fucking figure it out. I have survived and overcome everything I've ever been through. And so um, it doesn't scare me anymore. Love that. Hey, Gabby, thank you so, so much. Thank you for sharing. Um, Thank you. Being so open with us today. I, I don't have a filter, unfortunately. So sometimes I might regret some of the, the, the <laughs> be like, oh, I really told people that. There's that. So that's nice. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> Nailed it. Look, hey, if people want to find out more about you, about your coaching, about what you do, where can they find you? So my website is actually in the process of getting redone. It's technically up, but it's a mess. So don't look at it and make fun of me. Um, I am on Facebook. I'm on Instagram and Facebook both. Um, I built my company on Facebook. 
Um, but I love Instagram. And so add me at Gabby.Garland, uh, Gabby Garland on everything else. Um, I'm on wisdom as a top mentor. So there's a lot of little gems that are kind of like an extension of my podcast, but they're quicker. Um, and really my favorite thing is pull up resilient heart podcast. Show some of its inspiration. There's going to be some cussing. So if you don't like cuss words, that's probably not the podcast for you, but I think I have created such a beautiful space for women to just be exactly who the fuck they are um, in the process of becoming my most authentic self. And so if that's your jam, I would love to meet you. There you are. Who can say no to that? Everyone go check that out. And Gabby, thank you so much for, for being with us today. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.